My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today I'm here with Anna Shalina. She's the founder of the RelatingAcademy.com or RelatingAcademy.com. Uh, today we're talking about the spiritual essence of entrepreneurship and relationships. And as Anna, Anna and I were talking before the show, that you know, both entrepreneurship and relationships are are very spiritual if you if you look at them that way, if you apply the spiritual awareness that that you're working on and that you're growing in to these specific paths you're going to grow no matter what. So I know some people I've talked to, some of my clients even see them as separate things. You know, here's my relationship over here. Here's my work or my my business over here. And then my spirituality is something off to the side. And I think today we want to talk about how to integrate all of those things together and to always know that no matter what you're dealing with, that is your spiritual path and that is your space of growing. So um, Anna's a, a lovely, uh, lovely light here, uh, shining her light today. So welcome to the show, Anna. How are you today? Amazing. Thank you. Feeling so blessed and happy to be here. Oh, good. Well, welcome. So why don't you start by telling us uh, what you do? You're a behavior specialist, human behavior specialist, and founder of the RelatingAcademy.com. So just share a little bit about that and, and what it is that you do in the world. Yes, I help people improve their relationships. I help people understand themselves and other people and make healthy steps towards whatever goal they have within those relationships. I'm an entrepreneur first and coach second, which differentiates me from like other coaches out there, I find, because I only started coaching after I had three businesses. I sold my security company and then I started consulting. And at first the consulting was very much in the business field, like sales and marketing and things that I thought were important or were important to me at the time. I also have eight years of human behavior studies and I use this human behavior studies to get successful in business, but I never led with that. You know, I never led with the spiritual aspect of things until I had this spiritual awakening and um, everything flipped on its head as it does mm -hmm. and from there on I couldn't deny the spiritual aspect of everything entrepreneurship relationships and everything and after coaching entrepreneurs for about eight years with mindset and helping them succeed and everything I was like something's missing I was like what is the essence like there's we're almost there we're like 95 percent there and it all kind of like clicked when I Recognize that it's your relationship to your business. It's your relationship to money. It's your relationship to yourself. It's your relationship to clients, it's your relationship to your staff. Everything has to do with relationships and relating. And that's where the relating part really started to blossom and grow. And now I do both business, you know, a coach within business relationships and personal relationships, but that's how it kind of evolved over time. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's so true. It is our relationship, which is composed of our attitude, the way we show up, the, what we give to the situations, um, everything else. Can you share a little bit more about what you mean by relationships? Cause I know I've got those things going around in my head, but I'm sure there's more to it than that. Yeah, it's been really interesting uh, when I tell people, you know, I do the Relating Academy and they're like, relating? What do you mean by relating? So there's, it's not as clear as, um, as it is to me, for example, you know, like where everything is like in life is relating from the minute we're born to the minute we take our last breath. And, um, and, and everybody, it really depends on what someone's pain is you know what their problem is what is it that they're trying to solve and then what their end, end result and outcome and dream is and then within that concept uh, context we look at okay which which relationships need to shift and evolve and, and evolve and improve to get you from here to there is it personal relationships it's a lot of it even though it looks like business relationships it will go back to inner child healing a lot of the time you know like first relationships with mother figure, first relationships with father figure, first relationships with siblings. And so I, I do both. Yeah. And, it, and, and it's a beautiful dance between the two. Does, is that, does that make it a bit clearer? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's, you're speaking my language. A lot of times with even intuitive de development, we go back to those places and those relationships that are, especially if there was a glitch, which there usually are glitches, <laughs> we're human. So that happens. So glitches, traumas, anything that happened that shut someone down to their intuition, we, we go back and we take a look at that and, and kind of reprogram that space. So yeah, that's very similar. Um, and definitely I can see how with entrepreneurship, money, with clients, everything else, like I can see how that conversation is very helpful for people. So can you share a little bit more about how you started? You mentioned like that you were more materially focused and it sounds like you found a lot of success with your, your companies. Um, can you walk us through that transformation of kind of going for it for success in that more material way and then kind of again the spiritual awareness flipping it on its head and and what that was like so i grew up in an immigrant family watching very very hardworking parents uh, surviving you know and doing so much for our family we moved from kiev to cape town i was only six so and um that left me with a blueprint of her hard work and material stuff equals happiness and success because when you don't work hard and don't have the material stuff, we are unhappy, right? So I had that blueprint from a very young age. So I went out into the world and did exactly that. Work hard, make the money, focus on the deals, you know, find the, the, the negotiations, find the deals, negotiate them, like do all the really hardcore, very much in my masculine as well. But also at the same time, kind of like studying a lot of the human behavior stuff, quantum physics, um consciousness all of this and I thought that was like a hobby to be honest all the personal development stuff I was like mm -hmm. that's cute but like in my my nine to five my real job like I'm this hardcore businesswoman and I was lucky enough and privileged enough to make a lot of money when I was very young and become super miserable <laughs> <laughs> like big life lesson right <laughs> pretty much all my friends become the loneliest that I've ever been, pick up really unhealthy habits and, you know, like really spiral downwards. And I, I was like, well, this isn't mathing. Like, wasn't the blueprint 
make the money and you're happy. What, what is happening? So my world kind of like crumbled at that stage. And there were many lessons in that. And um, yeah, it's like that quote by Jim Carrey. I don't know if you know it, where he says like, if anyone, if everyone only found like, sorry, if everyone only made a lot of money and became famous, then they would know that that's not the answer. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, I was privileged to do that at a very young age. And then, then I had to go into my spirituality and go inside. And luckily I had the background because I was doing the stuff in the background. So luckily I had some tools already. And then I just went for more tools and discovered more things. And what, what was your, so the spiritual awakening sounds like it was stretched out over time. Was there one moment where it was like, oh, like this, the switch was flipped and you started to see that there was a new way to, to live, like, or was it just over time, it just kind of started flickering on because it's different for everyone. That's why I asked that question. I love the, I love to hear the stories. <laughs> it is super different for everyone. You know, Molly, for the longest time, I was looking for that switch. I wanted something to help me like flip it on, turn it around. I wanted my rock bottom to finally, like, is this going to be the rock bottom? Like, I wanted, like, like, give it to me, you know? And for me, my journey was like lots of little flicks over the years, probably over four years. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, and, and plant medicine was a very big part of that. So I kept getting downloads and insights in my ceremonies that I kept going back to, but I only went, went to them in the first place because I was in so much pain mm -hmm. because, you know, life was supposed to be grand and I had the best Instagrammable lifestyle. And yet inside I was, you know, really, really suffering. Mm -hmm. And yeah, over time, little lights kept going on and on and on until I think the down, like the biggest thing was like me starting to document my journey. And then when I documented and I wrote my last book, which was called The Mystery and Magic of Depression, and I really tied together like where it came from and where, and that's all about mental health and using plant medicine. And when I started to like really put it together for myself and in black and white, it all kind of cl finally clicked all the little flickers of light be, like became one does that make sense mm -hmm. it does it absolutely does and that that's really how the path goes right it's it's and it never ends we're always on it even if we don't know we're on it <laughs> and all of a sudden that awareness clicks and then yeah the mind comes into alignment with the path i think that's a, a beautiful moment that's why we call it that awakening because oh we see what's been going on the whole time um and that's it's just really cool i love to ask people that question of like what was it like because i know for me it was i started young but it was a very slow long wake up <laughs> it was just very long and stretched out and then finally it was like oh right let's put it all together in one and then life completely changed so just for those listeners out there who are on their spiritual journey and wanting that awakening to come quick um, this is just a reminder that it, it comes when it's time. It comes when it's uh, meant to be and uh, keep doing your work. Keep asking the questions. So Honestly, uh, if, mm -hmm. I, if I could just um, share a little bit more, like yeah. I'm not quite sure that my awakening is complete. Like, I don't know if it ever oh, is. Yeah. You know? No, <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm constantly turning the page yes. of this giant book. So <laughs> that's also an illusion that I used to have where I'm like, when I figure this one thing out, 
Yes. Everything is going to fall in place. And it's just, you know, every level of business and, and life in general is going to require new elements of us to discover ourselves kind of thing. So, Absolutely. so yeah, just keep, the, just keep turning the page. The thing is like the worst thing that someone can do is stagnate and stop turning the page. That's mm. where the darkness starts to, the void starts to really take over. If you keep turning the page, you will get there. That's like inevitable. Absolutely. You're always getting there. Yeah, great point. Great point. And I didn't mean to, to make it sound like that at all, because yeah, well, they have the saying, right? What do you do before enlightenment? Chop wood, carry water. What do you do after? Chop wood, carry water. So you still have to live life. And, and I think there is, I know I used to have this fantasy that once I get it, once I'm awakened, I can just, you know, live in bliss and, and do nothing, you know, sit on the mountaintop. And what a silly uh, fantasy that was, realizing that once we, we get to a certain place, a lot of times we do want to serve in some way or or you know, serve to share bliss in the world, to, to be a higher vibration, to either hold that vibration quietly or to be more in the public eye to do it. And, and every time we level up, every time we step into that yes, absolutely, we go right back. <laughs> it's like, go read that chapter again <laughs> and keep turning the page. I love that. That was a great metaphor. So as far as, I mean, we've talked a lot about, you know, embodying your wisdom and walking the talk um, and how that's, you know, still something you deal with. Um, can you, I want to rewind a little bit and talk about um, kind of the origins of maybe some of the things that you've overcome. Um, because on this show, we like to talk about how people pleasing can get in the way and putting everybody else before yourself. And you mentioned um, before the show, um, and as we were getting to know each other in this process, that you had some friendship abandonment and that led to people pleasing when you were younger. So can you share a little bit about that and how that's impacted you and, and where you're at today with it as far as being an entrepreneur? And Let's start off with saying that I was a very weird kid <laughs> in comparison to everyone else in class. First of all, I did not speak the language. I didn't speak any English. I struggled to make friends. Um, I was, yeah, an outcast or an outsider from the get-go. And that... Let, left me confused I guess because I'm like I, like what is wrong with me there was a lot of that kind of talk I even like I remember trying to be friends with like girls in the class at the age of eight or even ten like for many years this happened and they would reject me over and over again and then I'd make some friends and then they'd disappear I even like on my 10th birthday, I think like nobody show, showed up to my birthday or that was my memory. I don't know, like was someone, or they were all really late or something, but there was a lot of like the feeling that I had as a kid was a lot of loneliness, like cosmic loneliness, lots of like abandonment as well. And then as life does, it throws a curveball and all of a sudden, I gained a lot of popularity from about the age of 15. So up until 15, I was having all of these other feelings. And then after that, I got to experience the abundance, like the opposite side. Mm -hmm. That's an odd twist, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So all of a sudden I was friends with everybody. Everyone wanted a piece of me. And yeah, like I wanted to, like I had that people pleaser attitude very much so because I was like oh they're going to leave at any minute you know um and over the years I've gotten much better with it with all of the healing and the workshops that I've done and just sitting with it as well 
But I've also learned that, hey, what if this is a passenger of my life that I just get to co-create with, that I don't need to entirely heal the people pleaser in me, that I just get to notice her and not let her lead, you know, Mm -hmm. she still comes out. She still comes out and goes like, I'm I'm in an executive committee for um, Africa Burn at the moment, which is like the African Burning Man. And like, I can see my people pleasing tendencies come up at the cost of like my business sometimes, you know, because like the time that it takes to do some things, to volunteer and all of these things. So it's still here. And I think the biggest healing for me was really noticing that I didn't have to disown it and hate that part of myself and, um, and yeah, make it disappear. I could learn to love that part of myself as well. Oh, that's beautiful. And and that goes back to re- relating how you relate to those different parts of yourself. Um, I know in, in some of the work that I do helping people change the disempowering stories, we do look at those parts and there's there's just knowledge out there and even research that you can't destroy a part you can't get rid of it you have to upgrade it you know either heal it do the shadow work to integrate it whatever you want to call it there's lots of things that work but it is finding that way that works for you um, and i'm speaking to the listeners as well that that helps you empower that part instead of letting it disempower you um, turning it into your superpower instead of your weakness so i love that that's beautiful and it keeps you nice too, by the way. If you hold on to your people people pleaser and don't go all the way to the other side, you get to you get to stay nice, which is a really good thing. <laughs> That's a really good point there, Molly, that you say because every character trait has both um, drawbacks and benefits, right? So being an asshole has benefits, it really does. And um, there was actually a very cool study done in Hollywood about directors. Because, you know, some directors are notoriously rude and they don't consider people's feelings at all. And then you have some directors who are super nice. And they did a little study about to see which director was more successful, the nice guy or the not so nice guy. And you know what they found? They found that it wasn't the fact that they were nice or not nice. It didn't matter, actually. It was if they were aligned, if it was aligned with who they were. So if the nice guy was being a nice guy and the nice Mm -hmm. guy wasn't trying to be an asshole and the rude guy was just being himself and just (laughs) saying it as it is and not the rude guy trying to be nice. So whatever it is for you, like be with that. And that's the thing that's going to, you know, create that light that leads to success. That's, that's a good point. That's authenticity, really. (laughs) You can't, you can't hide who you really are. So people will read that. And that's absolutely true when it comes to that. Yeah, good, very good point. Well, awesome. So here's the part of the show where I also like to ask you about any current challenges you're facing, because you obviously help a lot of people in the work you do, you, you know, you, even volunteering the way you do and going out there and just shining your light in the world to make it a better place. So you mentioned a, a few challenges and following your intuition today. Um, can you share how that comes up, say, maybe in the last year or so? Like, what's the most current way that it shows up for you? In following my intuition, mm-hmm. I feel it's always on a correction path and we can follow it. And then it would say, oh, no, that wasn't quite what I meant. <laughs> you know, here's the thing about intuition that I've learned is um, the advice to say, listen to your intuition 
is just like the advice, drink more water. It can be really great advice if the water is healthy. If I tell you to drink more water, but your water is contaminated and dirty, you're going to get very sick and maybe die. You know, it's the same with your intuition. If your intuition, if you don't have a clear channel to be able to listen to it and it's not being trained and nurtured and loved to life, then it might lead you down not so pretty paths. Yeah. And so the first, before listening to my intuition, I really had to um, clean it up. You know, my spiritual self, my emotional self, my mental self, my physical self. So in the last year, um, yeah, that's been really my focus is actually my physical health more than anything else and also my mental health. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. And that's super important to use your intuition that way as well. I always say, you know, I respect the, you know, medical, you know, Western medical stuff and everything. But if you use your intuition along with that, along with holistic medicine, you'll find a lot of different ways to do that healing. And sometimes it's simply lifestyle. Your, your spirit will be telling you, hey, do a little less of that, a little more of that. Um, let's, let's change the way that you're, you're experiencing life in your body. So let's take a look at that with the cards. Um, I'm going to shuffle with that question in mind for you and maybe offer a, a little nugget that might help <laughs> so as i step into your energy and shuffle the cards i do feel a bit of forward movement like it's it's i almost almost see it as a part of you as ahead of yourself and that may cause some stress that is not necessary but it's also kind of it may be remnants from the past. It's almost like a, a way that worked before that doesn't necessarily work now. Does that make sense? Just kind of staying ahead of it. And maybe that's the, you know, if you're an essential planner or I almost feel like it's more energetic, like, like it's, you know, Thursday today here in Florida, but you know, like you'd, you'd be well into Friday by now <laughs> and kind of going to the next thing. Um, so I do feel um, any meditation that you're doing right now to still the mind and calm the energy would be very helpful. Um, so are you, are you feeling that like under, like a, almost like a, residual anxiety let's call it that like where you would have had stress in the past but in the body there's still some things going on that are residuals of that yeah yeah it's, it's some of it is residual some of it is also current like i mentioned health things so mm -hmm. um it's yeah very accurate yeah that's what i mean yeah the health stuff it's it's almost as if um and that to me can be hormonal imbalance sometimes it can be um I'm going here in my chest and stomach as well. It can kind of just, it's that nervous system regulation. And I feel the more that you focus on nervous system regulation and I hear sound therapy would be very good for you as well to calm, calming the vagus nerve, but also just calming that inner center um, will help any, any treatments that you're getting to work better. Mm. So I, are you implementing some of that stuff already? I am. Yes. Okay. I have a Kundalini yoga practice and um, other things that I do. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, definitely there's, there's a part of you that may feel that you're going backwards because of all this. And I feel this uh, spirit coming in, wanting you to know that you are learning and growing. And it's, it's, you know, just like, it's really the theme of the show, how everything is the spiritual path. So even this healing journey of your body is the next stage. 
And um, you mentioned intuition and, and kind of making sure you were drinking the right water. I do feel that, and I love that metaphor, by the way, I meant to tell you that before, it was a great metaphor. Um, but I feel like for you, there's a new step of complete surrender to your divine source and it's to another level. You may have already started that surrender process, but it's even more like a, there's like gonna, there will be a click one day, like, oh, I'm just gonna do what I'm told. Like, I don't have to figure out any of this. <laughs> do you find things go better and your health in, improves when you go into times where you're just like, I'm just gonna chill and not plan and follow follow that inner voice? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it feels like you're coming out of a time of becoming much more spiritually mature and there was a big transformation that caused that. So if there was a major health scare or a big thing that happened that that kind of was a wake up call, I feel it was important for you to step into your your leadership and your spiritual maturity in that way. And so now you're moving into a time of really watching your emotions more and noticing when your emotions dip. Um, because I feel that that's one thing for you that maybe in the past was a challenge um, in being in the more masculine. And that's the let's plan ahead and push and just get through it instead of like, hey, I'm having a low day, I need to rest or I need to make sure I schedule in that vacation where I'm just relaxing and not going anywhere. <laughs> so I feel that your spirit is going to guide you to do more of that in, in the, in the year, next year or so. Um, and that's going to be very helpful as well. Do you have some of those trips planned or, or just staycations planned so you can rest? I do. I do. And it's very interesting that you said that as you said that what came up for me was like I mentioned earlier in our chat about, you know, being very much in my masculine at the beginning of my career. And I'm going to always carry that part with me, you know, and sometimes it's going to flare up and show its face more than other times, even though. I'm trying to balance it in the feminine, the masculine, but I do feel that that is very accurate what you shared. Like that's just, yeah, that's a part of me as well, you know, relating to those parts again and um, not letting it lead though. I'm yes. in charge. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're in charge. Your spirit is in charge. And, and, and kind of also, and maybe part of it is kind of coming into this new center. The, the, mm -hmm. like when you say I'm in charge, it's like, I, I see the feminine over here and the masculine over here. And then there's the watcher in the middle, like the, the witness almost. And it, I feel that like you're coming more and more into that on your path. Well, th I think that's what we're all doing on our path, but it's, it's, it's coming to a really cool place for you because currently you're just working on getting grounded and what you really need and, and nourishing yourself more. And again, slowing down a bit. And this healing process is going to take some time, but um, one foot after, you know, one step in front of the other, um, you will get the perspective that you want. And I do see actually another book about this journey that you're on right now. Um, and it, you might not feel it yet, but. Oh, no, I mean, I've, um, yeah, I, I am writing my third book now and it's about to be launched. So, yeah. Love it. <laughs> Very cool. But there might be a, yet another one after okay. that wow. about about this current journey that you're on <laughs> is what I'm what I'm saying. So it's like think about it okay if this is my next lesson to the world my next message mm -hmm. let's make it a good one so let's let's really listen every day and, and make it like okay what what part of this story would i want to share with people later and that's going to be a really good way for your intuition to go all right here's the highest and best way to go 
um, because the biggest challenge is for you to really see yourself as as a healer in a way and and kind of honor yourself as that and your vessel um, and make sure that you're seeing through illusions um, again that may be either superficial or um, just not that that maybe when I say superficial I mean you're not really into it anymore things you used to enjoy but maybe not so much anymore and they're starting to fall away um, if it's not giving energy back to you or, or in kind of enlightening you or bringing you abundance in any way it may be time to change your your intentions about um, your lifestyle and things like that um, and I don't see anything you know really crazy big uh, it's just like it's just the energy of pulling some of you from forward from behind and then pulling you some getting more present so present moment awareness uh, that's why the sound therapy is so good um, because the more that you can open your arms to receive the healing and not try so hard um, that's going to be a really great way to go because you have everything you need to understand this you just need to use it in a different way does that make sense yeah yeah it's cool. amazing yeah and at the end here you're going to really be changing a big story with this healing journey and um and coming up with some very new and refined ways of doing what you do so i feel like it's actually going to end up being a blessing even though it's a challenge at this time yeah always yeah absolutely very good thank you molly that was beautiful i really really appreciate that Oh, you're so welcome. I'll leave that with love. And I just thank you for being on the show today. It's been a wonderful conversation. And uh, if people want to know more about the Relating Academy and learn about you and your books, where can they go? Yeah, absolutely. So my Instagram is the best place. It's all linked in there at Anna Shalina. Um, A-N-N-A-S-H-I-L-I-N-A. And uh, talking about the latest relating book, it's called Relating and i'm very very excited about it we're in the editing phase so if anyone wants like first dibs on like the first version first dibs then just go to relatingacademy.com forward slash the new book okay. i'll repeat that relatingacademy.com forward slash the new book or at anna Shalina on instagram awesome thank you so much anna for sharing your light today thank you Marty. i loved our chat today thank you so much Oh, you're welcome. And thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.